In this episode, I share some rockstar advice for newer Amazon sellers to help you succeed. Now, after successfully selling online for many years now, I've learned a thing or two, and now I wanna share some of that knowledge with you here today. Uh, in this episode, we'll be discussing product selection, training courses and fake gurus, as well as when you should quit your job to sell online full time. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 156 of the Private Labeler Show. I'm your wonderful host, Nick Landowski, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in wherever in the world you may be today. You are all amazing. Don't you ever forget it. I hope you guys are all having a fantastic day, and I hope you're absolutely crushing it in both life and in business. Now, do you guys want to know what I'm excited about? I'll tell you. I'm excited for Prime Day, which is right around the corner, depending upon when you're listening to this podcast. And I could not be more excited. I hope you guys absolutely crush it this Prime Day. I hope you crush it for uh, the Q4 holiday selling season. I hope we all just go out with a bang and make a ton of money, make a boatload of money. We all deserve it. So all of our hard work is going to pay off. I know it. And uh, I'm really excited too, because I've been needing a new TV for a while. And uh, I figured I'd wait till the Prime Day sales. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a TV uh, probably maybe on Amazon during the Prime Day uh, festivities. So we'll uh, look for a great deal there. And it's not just going to be Amazon that has the deals. Uh, virtually everybody's going to be using Prime Day or Prime Week as kind of like a, a sale period. So like your Walmart, your Best Buy's, virtually every retailer. So it is going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, again, best of luck to you guys this holiday selling season. Again, go out there and make a ton of money. So before we get crazy and dive into today's episode, I actually wanted to take a moment to talk about the number one issue amongst e-commerce and Amazon sellers right now, and that is, you guessed it, shipping and logistics, the story of my life. <laughs> so as you guys can imagine, I get a lot of DMs and emails from my listeners, which is cool. And oftentimes, you guys ask me for recommendations for shipping and freight forwarding. And for the past few years, I've been recommending sellers check out and use Fredos.com. As you may know, so much is unpredictable right now in the world, but my sponsor, Freightos.com, is making the world of freight shipping logistics just a little bit smoother in these crazy times. Now, on Freightos.com, you can compare, book, and manage your shipments all in one place. They have thousands of importers and exporters on one single platform, so booking with Freightos.com delivers bulk buying power typically reserved for those high-volume importers. Now, more logistics providers competing for your business means, you guessed it, lower cost, and better service. Now, I know a lot of you guys listening to this right now probably have orders in China that are ready to ship out to your warehouses, to Amazon FBA, whatever. Well, today is your lucky day, so listen up. So Fredos is offering my listeners, that's you guys, they're offering you guys $100 towards your first shipment of $1,000 or more. All you have to do is go to fredos.com forward slash PL show and use code FR8podcast. That's Fredos.com forward slash PL show. And then you just use code FR8podcast. So when you do that, you can take advantage of the special offer. And if you're driving right now or what have you, don't worry. I will have that special link posted in the show notes as well as pinned to the top of our Facebook group. So check out Fredos.com and uh, get a sweet deal on your shipping needs, guys. Okay, so enough of that. Let's get down and dirty here. Now, as mentioned at the top of the show, 
I wanted to share some advice specifically kind of catered towards the newer sellers on Amazon. So whether you haven't even launched a product yet, or maybe you got a couple underneath your belt, but your wheels are kind of spinning, this is the podcast for you. Because hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will have taken some of my advice and implemented it into your business to help you push forward and bring things to the next level. So I've been selling online for, for quite a while now. Not as long as you know some people, but I think long enough now that I've, I've seen some things. I've had a lot of successes and some failures. And the other day I sat down and I thought, like, what advice would I share with some newer sellers or new sellers to help them succeed? So that's what I wanted to pass along to you guys here today. Now, generally, if you're a newer seller on Amazon, you probably have the following thoughts. You have the thoughts of, man, is this... Is this Amazon thing too saturated? Uh, is this possible anymore? Did I miss the boat? Um, I'm here to reassure you that you did not miss the boat and it is not too saturated, okay? So to back that up or to kind of give you some uh, perspective here, Jungle Scout did a survey amongst their seller community. And earlier this year, they released this seller survey. And there's a couple of pieces of information that I thought were really interesting that I wanted to pass along to you guys just to kind of give you some perspective on this Amazon thing. So again, this is according to Jungle Scout's survey. They found that the people that they surveyed, 86% of the sellers were saying that they were profitable. Okay. 86%. That was much higher than I anticipated, to be honest. And here's the other cool thing. Amongst the sellers that they surveyed, they found that they were making, the sellers were making in profit between $26,000 all the way up to over $800,000 a year in profit. So that's just amazing. So I just wanted to give you that information out there that yes, people are profitable on Amazon. Sellers are profitable. And uh, that should give you some excitement, okay? So here's what I wanted to do. I have a handful of different topics that I want to talk about here. My first bit of advice focuses specifically around product selection. Now, right off the top on this, I would advise you guys to spend a considerable amount of your time, attention, energy, and focus kind of in and around the product selection phase and process. Really challenge yourself to become an expert at finding great products, okay? so. If you pick the wrong product or a bad product, it typically doesn't matter then how great your images are, how great all this other stuff is, how great your marketing is. Like a bad product, you're just doomed for failure. So you really want to, again, get great at this process of finding winning products. So let's kind of drill down a little bit deeper. Some, um, some bit of guidance here, I guess, that I wanna throw out there to you. So first and foremost, don't look for home run products all the time or the perfect product. You know, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there of uh, YouTubers kind of using tools like Helium 10 or whatever to find products that are making a gazillion dollars a month. And while those videos get a lot of excitement, attention, views, clicks, things like that, I just wouldn't advise you guys to constantly be looking for those home run or grand slam products all the time because that's where everybody else is piled into. They want that huge payoff or whatever. And if you do find a product that ends up being a grand slam, hey, congratulations, that's awesome. But I wouldn't put my sole focus in on only finding those home runs. I would, you know, look for products that are a little bit less competitive. Maybe you, you know, aren't making as much money, 
but are still going to be um, successful for you. So on top of that, you've heard me say this over and over again, look for products that sometimes are a little bit less sexy, not as exciting. I mean, yeah, you should be excited about what you want to sell, but you know, a lot of people jump in and they want to sell tech. They want to sell Bluetooth products, supplements, all these fun things. And by all means, if that's what you really want to do, go for it. But I'm just trying to guide you into overall success and things like that, that, you know, sometimes selling just random accessories of certain things just to, you know, generate some money and have some winning products is the route to go. And on top of that, don't reinvent the wheel, guys. Do not reinvent the wheel. That's not what we're trying to do. As I've said over and over again on this podcast, um, just keep it simple. So, yeah, you may have a really cool idea in your head and your, and your, your friends, or your family might think the idea is awesome. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a it's going to be a winning product. Again, all you're doing is using tools to figure out what people are actively searching for on Amazon, right? That's all you're doing. So sell what's in demand. So Helium 10, as an example, is going to tell you what's in demand, right? It's going to show you exactly how many people are, you know, searching for said keywords and said products, okay? And all and that's really all you need to know. And then you can kind of dive further. And on top of that, I know that you know, you guys probably already know this, but don't sell the same darn thing as everybody else. Okay. So if you're only just going right to Alibaba, cause you've seen uh, a bunch of sellers selling a specific product and you're going to Alibaba and you're just ordering the same darn product as everybody else. I mean, man, that's, there's sellers that do that and you wonder why you fail. Okay. So you should always be looking to think different, be different, come at things from a different angle. And again, just avoid what everybody else is doing. What I've found over the years is that there's a lemming mentality in the Amazon world. Um, people get lazy and they'll still watch like a YouTube video of some guy finding a cool product to sell or something like that. He uses helium 10 and this and that. And you know, maybe the, the video got like a zillion views and you have to kind of think for a second, okay, well that may have been a good product, but now there's, you know, 5,000 sellers that are just going to jump right to Alibaba and try to sell the same darn thing. Like it's game over at that point. So you should just move on to the next opportunity. So just avoid selling what everybody else is going to be selling. Okay. And some, uh, some other advice, I guess, underneath this product selection phase here is try to the best of your ability to pick a niche or a category that interests you. Okay. It just makes selling that much more enjoyable when you are selling products that maybe you would use yourself and buy yourself or that you actually enjoy. Okay. So as an example, you know, if I'm like a 22 year old guy and I just got out of college or something like that, um, and I want to do this Amazon thing. I might not be that excited as a guy to like jump in the baby niche. Okay. That's just, you know, maybe I could make a bunch of money with it, but do I really want to be selling baby products as like a 22 year old bro? Probably not. Right. Now, if I'm maybe a 30-year-old female that has two or three kids and I want to try this Amazon thing, then yeah, maybe the baby niche is something that you have a genuine like interest in and you would be fascinated by it. Like You'd be excited about it as well. So that's just my advice there as well. Try to find products, niches, categories that at least you have some relative interest in. Maybe you're not, you're not absolutely crazy about them, but at least you wouldn't mind selling them. You wouldn't mind telling your friends and family what you sell and things like that. I think that is really important because I know, and a lot of you guys might know this as well, you're going to have some up and down days in this business and e-commerce and Amazon. There's going to be days where, man, you're grinding and nothing's going well and you're frustrated and you just want to close up your computer and just kind of forget about it for a while. And, but you know, if you sell products that you actually like, it's going to be that much 
uh, you're going to be that much more likely to want to continue doing it, to continue to sell those products. But if you hate your products and you hate your customers, man, you're kind of setting yourself up for long-term failure. Like those short-term profits that you make and things like that might be great. But after a while, the long-term, you're going to be like, man, I, I hate these baby products. I hate these customers, you know, and I just don't want to do this anymore. So set yourself up by just guiding yourself in, into products and niches that at least genuinely interest you. So hopefully that makes sense. And uh, a little bit of uh, further guidance here. I think like an untapped resource for finding products outside of Amazon would be sites like Pinterest and Etsy. Okay, so Etsy.com or what have you. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those sites, but they're very cool sites, very unique for finding trending products, uh, kind of personalized type of products, handmade products, just fun stuff. Um, so the other day, what I wanted to do is I just wanted to fire up Etsy.com and see if I could find just some winning product opportunities in the matter of you know a few minutes or what have you. And you, you guys know on this podcast, I talk a lot about the grilling accessory niche or the grilling niche overall, that kind of stuff. I use that as an example. I am not selling in that niche, okay? But as an example, I thought, okay, I'm gonna go to etsy.com and I'm gonna type in grilling accessories or, or something along those lines for keywords. And within maybe five to 10 minutes, through some filtering and I can filter uh, on Etsy and I can find like uh, what are the best selling or most popular products that have the most reviews and things like that. Um, from there, I could just kind of use my eyes and use my, my thinking and find a handful of opportunities. So I found some cool stuff and immediately I took those ideas and went right to Amazon with them and said, okay, are people selling this or these types of products on Amazon? Cause they're very cool and unique. And lo and behold, they were. And what did I do from there? I simply fired up Helium 10 and boom, started to check the demand, check the sales revenue, like what, you know, where were things at? And really within minutes, I'm generating lists of like ideas within that grilling space. Some very unique things that I would have never have thought of on my own. Some very cool stuff. And uh, again, if I just used Amazon for that and just like the, the normal tools like Helium 10, I may have never found that stuff. So I would encourage you guys to sometimes get off of Amazon for looking for products and look elsewhere. Okay, so check out Pinterest, check out Etsy.com. Again, it's going to be things that you've never thought of before. And uh, I, I think you would have a lot of luck in that. And you can just use the search bar, you know, or just uh, kind of navigate through to find uh, some things that interest you. And on top of that, some more ideas for you to help you generate you know, product ideas or what categories to sell in, what niches to kind of get in. I know it sounds basic, guys. I know this sounds basic, but if you simply go to Google and type in like popular hobbies in 2020 or something like that, you're going to find just pages and pages of like unique hobbies or sports or activities that maybe are trending or growing that, uh, you know, might be emerging markets or emerging opportunities to kind of get involved in. Uh, I remember maybe about a year ago, I had a gentleman on the podcast and we were talking, I don't know if we actually discussed it on the podcast, but he was stating that his brother or somebody he knew some years ago got into playing pickleball, like the sport, the activity or whatever. And I, I kept hearing people talk about pickleball. Some friends were talking about it and I'm like, what is pickleball? So it kind of had been growing over the years in popularity. More people were interested in it, more people were playing it. So what this guy decided to do, he not only liked the game, but he decided to start selling products within that space and build a brand around it and has become very successful from doing that. Now, I'm not 
telling you to go into the pickleball space unless you really want to. But the idea is that you may find some less known hobbies or activities outside of the normal things that people think of, like, you know, like basketball and football and, you know, that kind of stuff. So just simply going to Google, finding out what hobbies are trending, what's getting popular, you know, like disc golf or stuff like that. And obviously this year, this, this year that we're in with uh, COVID and things like that, people are watching less sports on TV and they're going to the bars less and things like that. And they're doing more things outside. There's there's new activities that people are, are kind of running into. And so there's new trends really forming in where people are spending their time and attention. So there may be a huge opportunity there. So just simply going to Google, typing in like the hot hobbies of, of 2020 or what have you, you can really kind of find some unique areas to enter into. And some other general advice around this is, you know, drill down into each niche to find opportunities. So the further you drill down within a niche or a category, the better, the more specific you're going to get. Okay. And I don't know, just a few other ideas, guys. I, I'm, I'm pretty big on like, you know, arts and crafts in terms of just opportunities. There's so many fun, unique, uh, I think avenues that you could take in the arts and crafts space, as well as novelty. You may have heard me talk about that before, but the unique items, the novelty stuff, the not so common stuff, that's generally what you can have a lot of success selling on Amazon. And like, uh, I've, I've given the examples before of just rough ideas of like um, novelty stuff, like gender reveal stuff. I've talked about that plenty of times before. Uh, that still continues to be kind of a trend. And if you got in on that trend, maybe, you know, three, four years ago, you could have done quite well for yourself. So uh, there are opportunities emerging all the time for unique idea, like novelty type of gifts and things like that. So I think there's just um, some exploration that you guys could be doing, uh, not only on Amazon, but you know, using Google and some of these tools as well. So I actually have a few other little quick bits of advice uh, underneath this umbrella of product selection that I wanna kind of throw out there because I think it might be helpful or useful for some of you guys. So before you ever send money for a down payment, before you ever commit capital to a product, that you are interested in, you absolutely need to make sure that you know all of your numbers associated with this product, okay? Oftentimes, I see people that launch a product on Amazon and then are suddenly shocked and surprised to realize that this product isn't gonna make them any money, that they might even be losing money or what have you. You should never be surprised at that point, okay? You're investing a lot of time, attention, capital, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into this. So before you even send that down payment, you have to know your numbers to the best of your ability. So things that you should know, how much obviously is that unit going to cost me per unit? Uh, how much is packaging going to cost me? All that stuff kind of wrapped up. How much does it cost to ship this product from, let's say, China to Amazon FBA? Are there any taxes, tariffs associated that I need to know about? What have you? And on top of that, Every time I make a sale on Amazon, what's that going to cost me in selling fees and like FBA fees? So you can simply find that out with the FBA calculator if you just type that into Google. So these are kind of some basic things that you should have sketched out, whether you have a spreadsheet for it or you're just simply busting out a, a pen and paper. Like you should know, hey, if I'm selling it for $20, how much money could I anticipate is going to be left over for me at the end of each sale? And obviously you need to take into consideration any marketing expenses, pay-per-click, stuff like that. So there really shouldn't be any surprises, okay? 
So you should have a general idea of how many units you're expecting to sell, you know, a day, week, month, whatever, and how much profit could you anticipate? Now, again, you're doing this to the best of your ability, so you may not be 100% accurate all the time. Prices do fluctuate, fees do go up and down, things like that. But to the best of your ability, you should know these things, okay? So on top of that, before you commit to anything, before you commit to sending a down payment for anything, you absolutely need to know, can you sell that product? Are there reasons why you may not be able to sell it? Are there trademarks, patents, restrictions, anything like that, that you need to be aware of, okay? So you should always be checking things like that. Now, sometimes when you're on your, your hunt for a product, you might find that there's only like one seller or two sellers selling something and they're just crushing it. And you think, man, this is a great opportunity. I, I could be like, you know, the third or fourth seller in here and just, you know, kind of ride this wave. Well, there might be a reason why there's only one seller and not many sellers because, you know, there may be a patent out on something or what have you, or some sort of restriction that prevents other sellers from legally selling that product or, you know, what have you. So I hope you guys understand that, that you need to make sure that you can actually sell the product that you're going to sell and make sure you do your proper uh, checks for things like patents, restrictions, trademarks, things of that sort. So hopefully that all makes sense to you guys. And um, as I mentioned, spend a great amount of time becoming an expert at the product selection process phase, whatever you want to call it, because it will pay off in the long run. People that can find winning products, man, if you could just pump out winning product after winning product and kind of limit your failures and your products that bombed, you're going to have a lot of success. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but yeah, you probably, no matter how great you are at picking products, you're going to probably have some bombs here and there, some failures here and there, and that's okay. Okay. That's okay. You learn from it and you just improve and get better, uh, better and better. So moving on now to the next bit of advice that I want to dive into, and this is wildly, wildly important that you guys get this. Um, you need to make sure that you have enough capital for all phases of selling on Amazon, all phases. So oftentimes what happens is somebody might have like a couple thousand bucks and they, they want to get involved in this private label thing or this Amazon thing. So they find a winning product and they go to Alibaba and they get the product made. They're super excited, right? And they blow all of their money on the product itself and getting it shipped into Amazon. And then by the time that product hits Amazon FBA and gets checked in and this and that, the seller sometimes doesn't have much money, if any money left over for marketing, for giveaways or whatever your, your um, marketing strategy is going to be to get that product ranked and get it selling and all that stuff. They might not have any or much money left over for pay-per-click they're, or they're afraid to spend money on that. And what happens then is the product just kind of sits and does nothing. Okay. So you need to come at things from a position of strength. You need to understand that this is a real business, okay? You're going up against people that, you know, have might have deep pockets or, or whatever, okay? And you need to make sure that not only do you have money for the order, for the initial product and the shipping, but all phases after that with all the marketing expenses, the listing creation, and all, uh, all those other things that are kind of uh, involved in the process. So that's kind of my advice to you guys. Oftentimes... You might look on YouTube and you might type in, you know, how much does it cost to sell on Amazon or whatever? And you might see videos saying like, hey, you can start selling on Amazon and do private label for like under $1,000 or $800 or whatever it might be. And you're like, oh, that, that looks interesting to me. I, I, you know, I have a little bit of money. I would, I'd like to try this. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just saying it's really, really difficult to be successful when you are pinching pennies or cutting corners 
on the process, okay? You wanna set yourself up for success. So my advice is to make sure that you have money for all phases, that you have money for the initial order, you have money for shipping, you have money for the uh, the marketing that you're gonna do, the you know pay-per-click and all this and that, if you're doing any sort of giveaways or, or whatever your strategy is. But then on top of that, this is really important to understand, you should already keep money aside or have money allocated for the reorder, okay? In case that product really takes off, you wanna be able to place that reorder as soon as possible, okay? You don't wanna be in that position where the product takes off like a rocket, it's doing really well, you're doing everything right, and all of a sudden you realize like, damn, like I don't have the capital right now or the money to place that second order right away. I have to wait a while to get paid or, or whatever. And you don't wanna be in that position because you wanna capitalize off your momentum. You wanna make sure that, you know, if you're blowing through your, your first uh, batch of inventory, that that second batch is gonna be, you know, coming in shortly. So that way you can maintain in stock and uh, maintain your rankings and things like that. So hopefully that makes sense. So I would just advise you guys to make sure that you're looking at this, not just from how much is it gonna cost me to buy the product and to ship it, but what's it gonna cost to get a great listing created or great pictures? You know, what am I looking at? You know, hundreds of dollars, thousand dollars, whatever for that. And what am I gonna um, expect or wanna spend on marketing? Uh, do I have money for pay-per-click? Stuff like that. Get the big picture involved because as I mentioned, far too often, I see people that may have picked great products, but they have $0 left over to market and promote and launch that product. And they get frustrated because nobody's buying it again, because they're buried on page 1 million. And they just kind of give up and say, oh, this Amazon thing didn't work, okay? So if you are looking for ways to maybe generate a few extra bucks for that, maybe you got a couple thousand dollars saved up that you wanna buy inventory with and get it shipped and you're looking for money to generate, or you know, you're know, you looking for ways to generate money for marketing expenses, stuff like that. Well, I've done a lot of content about that in the past and I'll just tell you very briefly, you can very easily flip things on eBay, on Amazon, stuff around your house, stuff in your garage. Uh, you know, you can go to garage sales, you can go to flea markets, whatever, and you can, you know, buy things cheaply and flip them online. You can kind of do that all day long. And over maybe a weekend, you could generate a few hundred or maybe even a few thousand dollars if you put in the work or the hustle. So if you're looking for that extra cash flow to come in uh, to kind of supplement maybe what you already have saved up, that's definitely what I, I would recommend that you do. And um, also, you know, Facebook Marketplace, you can put list things on there and eBay, things like that to uh, start generating some extra money, just kind of selling some stuff around your house or what have you. So just trying to give you some tips or some ideas to make sure that you have proper capital to become or to be successful in this business. Because again, it is a real business. This isn't charity. This isn't just for fun. Like people are very serious about this and making a lot of money with it. And yes, it does take money to properly do this, to properly launch and all this and that. So just wanted to kind of highlight that bit of advice there because I do see a lot of sellers kind of getting messed up with that and not coming to the table with the required capital in order to become successful. So moving on to the next bit of advice that I want to dive into here a little bit, and maybe something I say here might be a little bit controversial for a few of you guys. I do respect everybody's opinions and thoughts on what I'm about to say. Um, but my advice to you guys is that if you're a new seller, newer, or maybe you're just kind of struggling, if you want success or if you want to set yourself up for success as fast as possible, usually the best way of doing that is to invest into some sort of online 
training, some coaching, or maybe a mastermind group, or just some sort of a seller community, okay? If you want to become successful, that's just my advice to you guys. That's what I did early on, uh, way back when, when I wanted to learn how to do Kindle or, or sell on Amazon physical products. I thought, you know what? I could probably find random YouTube videos or random podcasts or blog posts and kind of, you know, string things together and sort of figure things out. And, and by all means, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. And there are a lot of sellers that do that. But I thought I want to go fast and I, I feel more comfortable if somebody actually would just show me ex exactly what to do for each step of the way. And um, I definitely contribute a lot of my success early on to going through some sort of structured online training, coaching, um, you know, just networking with other sellers and joining some sort of a mastermind group. So, you know, that's what I would advise you guys to do if you want success, to, if you want increased chances of success and to have that success as fast as possible, okay? So I'm just kind of passing that along to you guys. You guys can do with that what you will. Um, there are certainly a zillion courses out there. There's a lot of coaches in this Amazon space. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily going to recommend one or the other. And yes, people do spend, you know, a lot of money sometimes on courses. I'm not saying you have to do that. Okay. But here's something interesting to consider. If you invest in a, in a, let's say an online training course or some sort of a coach that's going to teach you how to sell online or on Amazon or whatever, if you put money down on that, you, you pass money along for that. That means that you have skin in the game. You have something to lose and you are more likely to take action and actually follow through on what you need to do in order to become successful, okay? Versus just having no money in the game and just kind of, you know, winging it if you will, okay? So what I will tell you guys, this is a little side note. Um, the e-commerce game, the Amazon game is kind of underneath this umbrella of this make money online internet marketing world. And if you're not super familiar, man, there's a lot of, uh, let's just say fake gurus that kind of parade around online that, uh, you know, promise you or will show you, hey, you can make a zillion dollars on Amazon and or Shopify or whatever. Um, you know, use your instincts and just be careful of fake gurus in this industry. There are quite a few. Uh, I won't mention names or anything like that, would never do that. But I do know of some pretty prominent people in this, let's say, e-commerce space or Amazon space specifically that, uh, you know, kind of put themselves out there as some sort of a guru and have courses and trainings and things like that. And I do know for a fact that some of these people don't actually even sell on Amazon. So uh, just be kind of careful of that and just be cautious of these, you know, maybe like YouTubers or whatever that have lots of videos like saying that, uh, you know, they make all this money each month on Amazon and, you know, so on and so forth with the flashy headlines and something you need to be aware of if you haven't figured it out yet. You know, if you see videos a lot of times of uh, somebody saying, oh, I make $500,000 a month on Amazon. Well, they don't really make $500,000 a month on Amazon. That just might be revenue, okay? But what they fail to do is they fail to tell you that in the video or whatever, and that's not profit. And the things you really need to be concerned about is, well, how much money do you actually make and how much, you know, compared to like what your revenue is. So if they're not talking about that, not being transparent about it, you know, maybe just kind of have your, your radar up for things like that. So uh, just be cautious if you're going to invest money into any coaching or training or whatever, just do your due diligence. Okay. If they're trying to be too flashy and promise you too much and things like that, then, you know, make your own decisions. But I just wanted to kind of put that out there. So at minimum though, guys, at minimum, 
What I'd recommend that you do is at least join some Facebook groups. If you haven't already, I'm sure a lot of you have. Join my group over at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB and just get in there and get in the mix. Start asking questions and you know, chop it up a little bit, start networking. And um, what I can tell you guys from, from my own personal experience, uh, early on, this is eons ago, um, when I was learning how to sell on Kindle and things like that and on Amazon, uh, man, I made a lot of really great connections and friendships through uh, Facebook groups and through training courses and things like that. And uh, people that, you know, I would network with and we would have our own mastermind calls with, like accountability calls, like, you know, once a week or once a month. And I could definitely say for a fact that had I not met certain people from Facebook groups or whatever, that I would not be as successful as I am today. There were things that I would learn from just mastermind groups or just people that I met through Facebook groups that completely transformed my business, that 10X'd my, my sales, my profits, things like that. So if you're trying to go in this alone and you're just kind of, you know, you're afraid to reach out, you're afraid to ask questions or whatever, you're afraid to, to commit to finding a network of people or a group of people that can help you out, man, I really think you're doing yourself a disservice. If you want to take things to the next level, get around other sellers. And at minimum too, not just the Facebook groups, but I've talked about this before. Look in your local community for meetups or for people that get together that are Amazon sellers. There's a lot of, there's big communities now and start going to these events. And, you know, obviously with COVID, things have kind of changed a little bit, but just start going to these events, even if you've never sold before. And you might run into that one person that you learn something from that you're just like, oh my God, this changes everything for me. You might get around some, you might be thinking you're doing well. You might be doing, let's say hundred K a month in revenue on Amazon, but you might meet up with somebody that does a million dollars a month in revenue. And they tell you one thing or two different things just subtly. And all of a sudden it just clicks and boom, you're off and you're running. I mean, that stuff happens all the time. Like I said, it's happened with me before just being around people and you know, you don't, you can't know everything. You can listen to every podcast and every YouTube, you know, uh, video out there and go through every course. There's always somebody out there that kind of knows something different or something more than, you know. Okay. So, uh, I'm very, very big on online coaching, online training courses. Uh, they, again, they get you from A to Z as fast as possible and they structure things and make things as easy as possible. And Lord knows again, there's 5,000 different options to choose from for, for, you know, courses or coaches or whatever, uh, you know, do your own due diligence on that. But, um, what I might recommend, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, but if you guys are already using, or you want to sign up for the helium 10 tools, those are the tools I use. There actually is a really fantastic, uh, A to Z coaching and training course in there. The, the freedom ticket, uh, uh, training from Kevin King in there. So there's, there's an option right there for you. If you're already paying for the Helium 10 tools, you can get access to that course and uh, learn how to basically sell or, or be a better seller than you were before. So check that out as well. I just thought I would kind of recommend that. That's part of the package whenever you're paying for the Helium 10 uh, monthly fees and things like that. So um, that's just my, my stance on you know getting coaching or online courses training. And that's the advice that I wanted to throw out there to you guys, because I think it is extremely important. So moving on now to the rapid fire advice segment of the show. So we're kind of rounding third here. I've got a couple of quick things I want to throw out at you guys. Um, don't quit your job too early to do this Amazon thing full time. So I know in talking to a lot of you guys, 
you do have aspirations of maybe someday in the future, like quitting your regular nine to five that you're not happy with and kind of doing this Amazon thing again, full time and just, uh, you know, giving it all of your focus. And that's cool uh, if that's what you ultimately want to do. But I would just advise you guys, don't do that right off the bat. If you have some winning products that are making you some money, it can be very tempting to tell your boss to get lost. But just from my experience, man, anything can happen in this game of e-commerce. You could have issues with your factory, issues with your product or your listings or with Amazon. And the income that you had been making and been getting excited about may not be there in the future for one reason or another. So you don't want to quit your job too early. And everybody's situation is a little bit different. Obviously, if you have a family and a bunch of kids, your financial obligations and responsibilities are completely different than maybe just some 22-year-old kid that graduated college that still might be living with his buddies and things like that. So everybody's situation is different. I would kind of advise you to uh, you know, maybe have at least six to 12 months of emergency money in your bank accounts if you are thinking about quitting your job. So that way, if things kind of go off the rails with your e-commerce business, you still have a huge safety net to kind of fall back into to kind of get things uh, back up and running. So don't quit your job too early. Don't get too excited. Really make sure you're cautious about that decision, okay? And uh, some other advice here. Guys, I know a lot of you listening, you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to screw up. You might be investing a considerable amount of money into some of these products, which is understandable that man, you're, you're a little nervous and I'm going to give you guys permission to fail. So that's saying that, uh, sometimes you can, you have to fail your way to success. So that really definitely applies here. Um, fail early, fail often, but just learn from your mistakes because you're going to make a lot of them. I still continue to this day to make a ton of mistakes and, uh, I try to learn from them as best as possible and just keep pushing forward. And then uh, last bit of advice I will throw out there to you guys, if you're a new seller or newer, um, get yourself a really good business credit card that has a great rewards or point system. So I specifically use the uh, Chase Business Preferred or Chase Inc. or a couple different options along the Chase line there. Now, obviously, depending upon where you live and your credit situation, you know, you might not be able to get those cards specifically, but if you are putting your business expenses just on a standard credit card, you are completely missing the boat. So from time to time, I do mention this on the podcast, but man, get hooked up with a great rewards card and start putting all of your expenses on it and all of your ad spend from Facebook and uh, for pay-per-click and things like that. And over time, you're going to see how fast or how much money you can generate in uh, free rewards, cash back or whatever it is each and every month. So my card specifically, I actually get triple the reward points for all the ad spend through uh, pay-per-click and, and Facebook and stuff like that. And uh, man, that adds up quick. So if you want to kind of live that ultimate laptop lifestyle and, and, and travel for free and, and go stay in sweet hotels and, you know, all that kind of stuff, man, that's how you do it. You do it with a really good business credit card or two. So uh, that's just some of my advice for you guys. So that should help you out in that department because who doesn't leave, love free money or, or cash back and stuff like that? We all do. Okay, so let's quickly recap here before we put this one to bed. Um, again, as I mentioned at the top, make sure you spend the most amount of your time, attention, energy, and focus in and around the product selection phase. You really wanna challenge yourself to becoming an expert 
at selecting winning products. And, and of course, from time to time, yeah, even the experts are going to kind of pick duds and things like that. So nobody's perfect with it, but you really want to, again, focus in on that more than anything else. And as I mentioned around capital and how much money it costs to sell on Amazon and launch products, uh, you don't want to blow all of your money, all of your hard-earned money on just the product and shipping. You want to make sure you have the appropriate funds to do marketing and launching products and things like that. So that way you set yourself up for success. Okay. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I would highly recommend and encourage you guys to join some sort of seller community or Facebook groups or meetups or online training, coaching, whatever it is to kind of help you along the way. So I really, really think you guys should focus in on that kind of stuff if you want to go, again, from A to Z as fast as possible and set yourself up for massive success. Because, again, you might meet that person at that meetup or wherever, even in the Facebook groups, and they tell you something about what they're doing, and it completely transforms your business, 10x is your revenues and profits, and maybe changes your life. You never know. That's It's all, always happening. So um, those are just some of the recapped points that I wanted to kind of throw out there. And that about does it for today's episode. I hope that you guys found this information useful and helpful as a new or newer seller on uh, Amazon. And if you guys haven't yet done so, please subscribe to the show. I would greatly appreciate it as well as leave a review. I would prefer iTunes, but whatever platform you're on, that's cool. And also, if you guys haven't joined the Facebook group for the podcast, make sure you go ahead and do that. You can join up by going to privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Get joined up. We would love to have you in there. Say hello to everybody. And uh, if you got any value out of this podcast or any of the other podcasts that I've ever uh, put out, please share that with somebody, a friend, a family member, or in a different group or something like that. I would greatly appreciate it. So that about does it, guys. I'm rooting for you to go out there and make it happen. I uh, wish you the best of luck in your business, and let's finish this year strong. Bye. This episode of The Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.